This is exactly right. Hello. We want to take a second to tell you about one of our favorite podcasts, Disgraceland. If you like music, pop culture, and true crime, this is the podcast for you. Through host Jake Brennan's deeply researched storytelling, you'll hear all about the lives and crimes of musicians like Jerry Lee Lewis, Jay-Z, The Rolling Stones, and so many more. And now Disgraceland is expanding to include artists, actors, athletes, and other icons from Anthony Bourdain to Andy Warhol. Full episodes are released every Tuesday. Check out Disgraceland on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen. Goodbye. Karen and I just smiling, <laughs> just doing creepily. fake, fake podcast faces to each other as we were about to introduce this. <laughs> Welcome to my favorite murder, okay. starring Georgia Hartstark. That's her. Hi, and Karen Kilgariff. Hi, that's me. <laughs> You're really good at um, pot like long pauses, and so I'm like, am I? Is she waiting for me to jump in? <laughs> and then I, <laughs> you mean I'm good at like putting putting them in and making you um unsure as to what you're supposed to do yes yeah but that's us i like to keep mystery in the relationship you look tan uh (laughs) did you get a tan no i have a red face because um my favorite celebrity was talking to me on twitter (laughs) and so my cheeks got really red and they wouldn't stop they won't stop being red karen it's like significant i know I've never seen you <laughs> flushed before. I know. This is what it looks like. Holy shit. I don't, know. you don't have to say who it is, but oh my God. I know. Well, he knows who he is because he, that's why he talks. You get flushed when you, when someone talks to you that you like. Yeah. That's cute. I've Isn't never seen cute? you speak to someone you like then. I know. <laughs> it, ha- it doesn't happen that often. You don't like any of our friends. <clears throat> it's just, you know, there's some, there's some good uses for Twitter. That's all I'll say. That's so cute. Uh, aren't I precious? Also, I was, uh, I was driving t- into the sun, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, driving home from work. So that it was a combo thing, too. But I also don't think I've ever seen your arms. <laughs> <laughs> you're so, you took your sweater off because it's 100,000 degrees in my yeah, apartment. Right. And you're tan as fuck. Well, yeah, I guess I am a little bit. I think this is just from um how hot it's been lately. i really never i don't think i've ever seen you in a short sleeve shirt you're adorable freckles let's talk about you <laughs> you have adorable freckles and you're yeah. tan uh-huh well yeah i think these part i mean like look at this farmer's tan though that's that hilarious i gotta get <laughs> oh that God. i gotta start working that, that is not a gnarly farmer's tan do not take a picture of this steven <laughs> could you imagine it's it pretty is, um, sweet. It looks like th- it looks like I'm an apple picker professionally. This oh, totally the does. farmer's tan that I have going. It totally does. Um, yo, no, it's summer. Summer Karen is in full effect right now. I got Botox today. You did. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go ahead and talk about. Let's get this is full. Let's just tell all of our secrets. God, I wish I had like what is it called? Act. Uh, <laughs> any any kind of shame? I love it. Secrets. Well, who cares at this point? Everyone gets it. Oh my god! If I cared that people like I was trying to hide Botox, 
That wouldn't be me. It's like lying about your age. Also, every person that lives in this town would have to be hiding it. Yeah. And you know what else? Half the other people should get Botox. (laughs) Because fuck, it's like the best. It's the best. Um, Wait, let me put my glasses back on. Okay. You can't tell. It takes like a week for it to work, but you can see like a little bit of a bruise coming up. Oh, and then what happens? Everything tightens up? Yeah, it doesn't tighten. It just kind of, yeah, it just, uh, the muscles stop working. So there's no wrinkles. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I love it. I don't care how fucking vapid I sound. But I don't, I wonder, it's not vapid. I'm not. It's not vapid. You're an on-camera personality. Yeah. This kind of shit. You just don't. I mean, if people know, like when you see yourself on camera, it's it's the physical equivalent uh, of when you hear your voice on an answering machine. Yeah. It's nightmarish. Or in a podcast. Especially HD on a huge TV. Oh, please. And in, in general, too, it makes me feel better about myself. Of course. Who fucking cares? And also every single person that you see on television Uh over the age of 12 is filled with Botox. For sure. You know why? Because it's awesome. Because it works. (laughs) So it's so great. Until they start. What they need to do is they need to develop some kind of a computer program that can just automatically go in and pull out wrinkles. Yeah. That's what they need to do. But until then, it's on the individual performer. Yeah. And it's, oh, man, I love it. You just love it. Do you feel like spinning in a circle? Like a, like a pretty girl in a dress with an apron on the front? I get carsick really easily, so I think that would be a mistake. <laughs> but I give money to charity, too. It's not like this is my only... Girl, you're in Hollywood. You're a Hollywood on-camera presence. You are a star of the Food Network. <laughs> you are a dessert queen. Thank you. You don't want wrinkles in that shit? No, I don't need it. Although I have them and support them 100%. No, you I have like yeah. I have a crevice in my forehead that a, a while ago I was like fuck it, I'm going to I'm going to go with this. Yeah. Like um I like how gray hair women are like, I'm just going to let my hair fucking grow gray. I can't do that yet because if I did, I could go completely gray really fast. No, you, I like your dark hair. You don't need I, I need it. Yeah. I need it. I, I feel the same way with bangs. Like, I just, they're my comfort. I exactly. need them. This is, I need some dark hair left over from the, my 90s um, mod, we call it a mod slash goth yeah. phase. I w- didn't really ever commit to anything entirely except yeah. for beer. Uh, <laughs> but I need the hair. I need some darkness around me sure. at all times. Bangs and a fucking um, bob and haircut. And a strong lip and a hoop earring. And a beer. And a... Oh, only. Man. Mm. And like, yeah, like a... I li- like lip liner only. No lipstick. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about now? I don't know. I just kind of went that way. <laughs> hey, I finished... The Simpson show. Oh, you the new, I haven't. The new Simpsons. And you love it? So we're talking about the OJ Simpson Made in America document, 30 for 30 documentary. Unbelievable. Did you watch? Did you see the crime scene photos? No. For, oh my. Okay, so here's what they do. They, everyone was like, the episode four hardcore crime scene photos, like just be prepared. So they showed them. Four and or I, five? Four. Okay, then I'm, I'm think I'm halfway through four. They, so I haven't okay, seen the hardcore. So one. they show you, they show them and I'm like, oh, I must be so sh- fucking crazy and desensitized because this is nothing. It was just like, oh, and then suddenly it's a fucking up close of her neck wound. Of, oh, of Nicole no. Simpson's. Sorry, Nicole Brown's neck wound. I haven't seen that. Like no warning. And I thought like, oh, I can I can see that. Like her sad, sad, crumpled body. His body really kind of did get to me. Ron Goldman, man. It's so sad. I just, the, you know, he like, he like came up, 
upon her being attacked. It's not even like... I always thought that they were there together and OJ freaked out because he thought they were dating. Right. He he wasn't even there yet when the attack on Nicole started. That poor Is that, they kid. say that in the documentary. Yeah. That's like proven fact. It's yeah. He, oh, she wasn't. Nightmare. She got attacked during the and fell to the ground, and that's when he came in. Oh, and he was just bringing her mom's reading glasses this, that she had left yeah. at the restaurant where he that's waited right. tables. Nightmare and nightmare for that mom. I mean, she would. I mean, oh yeah, because to have that connection of like, oh, I needed my glasses totally. back, and then they, yeah, totally. Oh my, yeah, that oh, yeah. bothered me, and that I keep thinking about him and his. Anyway, it's not good. Um, yeah, so you should finish. I will definitely finish it. <laughs> I think it's like every time I go home after a day of work where I'm like a little bit wrung out, a little yeah. tired. I just want to listen to British people. Oh, oh, uh, I tried it. Speaking of which, what? The, the show? Tunnel? Mm-hmm. The, the, it's a reading show. I tried to watch episode two last night and I fell asleep almost <laughs> immediately. And I kept closing my eyes going, now I don't know what's happening because I'm not looking because yeah. I'm not reading. But I love it. I was bored you four like minutes it? in. Oh, four really? minutes. I'm going to try it again and try it some more. Too much reading? No. uh Too like fucking dramatic <laughs> like too dramatic like just too like you know like the cute officer is like oh, cheerio you can take the body like take this murder it's all yours bye yeah. and then it's like but then the body falls apart in half and spoiler it- alert what <laughs> the oh. body falls oh, apart. Shit. i mean that was in the first two minutes it's, no i know you know I what know. i mean no i think um i hear what you're saying i accept what you're saying I think it's interesting though. Like, I like that it's like the French female cop who's, of course, a beautiful young French actress, but is also playing this borderline autistic, is she? very all business, bitchy kind of, b- bitchy and and like kind of like I don't care if you're making a joke. I don't care yeah. if you're being charming. I'm saying, but I, I'm saying I want everyone. And I'm saying bitchy and like bitchy, like it's fucking awesome. But it is I don't awesome. feel like what a bitch, like bitchy. No, bitchy we like cool. bitchy. Um, I'll, I'm gonna try it again. Like I, I pretty much. 90% of the time hate every show like the first 10 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, I hate the show, but because it's hard to get used to new things. That's true. Speaking of new things, I have a present <gasps> for oh. you and for me Ooh. from a listener. <gasps> Is this our first listener, like v- viewer mail? Yeah. I have like a, a listener mail. I have a, don't worry. I have a PO box. Good. So if anyone wants to send us shit, you can, message me and if you're not insane and have okay grammar i'll give you our p.o box number <laughs> um so caroline abernathy sent us a present uh, caroline to my p.o box she's a sweet baby angel have you already opened it i fucking have and i know she already she was like i'm sending you this thing and i'm like great oh awesome i'll tell karen so the first thing i thought of it's full of live moths <laughs> i haven't opened it creepy kaboom <laughs> <laughs> and that's how they died uh so she so she can she sells this at her Etsy shop. It's called her Etsy shop is Anime Gravy with a capital A. I don't know if that's necessary. Like you have to put that in or whatever. Right? Are you ready for this present? Okay, yes. I'm gonna put my mic down real quick. Okay. She's un she's unscrolling a a small po- <gasps> It's the Stay Sexy Don't Get Murdered with Elvis and the Owl poster. We each have our own. Yes. Oh my God. This is gorgeous. <laughs> I know. So sh- this chick is so, for new listeners, 
I mean, get with the program. But uh, so we always first of all, first, first of all, all, let us reprimand you by being for being right. Real. So this is amazing. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered is our catch. The thing we always say <laughs> or catchphrase. No, it's just something we started no, our, saying. And people my like catchphrase it. is what are you talking about? Willis? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot. I forgot. And then Elvis, my cat is holding who's holding like it looks just like him it looks exactly like him and the owl of course is the owl theory from the staircase <laughs> which is very funny a lot of people have pointed out on the facebook page we've never really talked about that on the podcast it's like How? something yeah. you and i've personally talked about and just reference right we've mentioned it being a theory yeah but we haven't like discussed if we believe it or I not. I think it's like we've discussed how we've discussed it, right. essentially. So there's a lot of people who are like, wait, when it's did they talk about it's this? It's disgusted. Yeah, it is disgusting. Uh, th- this and is amazing. And it's like my, it's like, look, it's the color of my walls, too. It's like this, yeah, like, that's m- weird. mint green that I'm obsessed with. Beautiful. It's so cute. This is the best. So you guys can go to um, Anime Gravy and you can buy it. I want to tell everyone it's just $10, but I feel like she should up the price right now. So it's <laughs> worth more than $10. It's only $25. Uh, Caroline Abernathy? Yeah. That's really cool. Thank you so much for the short. Should I, re- I haven't read the note, actually. Oh, let's see. Should I read the note? Yes. Dear Karen and Georgia, I'm so happy that you like my drawing. Thanks for always making me laugh, then feel bummed as fuck about all the murders, then smile again by asking Elvis if he wants a cookie. I've introduced multiple friends to your podcast. It's the perfect friend filter to see who's cool enough to hang out with murderinos. Yay. Nice. You two rock so fucking hard. Stay sexy. Don't get murdered, Caroline. Thank you. Oh my God. That's, I love it so much. That's really exciting. I'm going to get it framed. I love it. Now, greedily, the next thing I was immediately going to say is, now I want one of those little key, like oh. those little pendants that say, stay sexy, don't get murdered. If we need to give her a shout out. Let me see here. I think we did once. We ha- totally have. That's the one who's named Flossie, right? Or am I, is that a... Let's, let's, hey, Steven, will you look that up for us <laughs> since you're here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys, this month, this week, we have a sound record, uh, recording engineer. Right. Remember how we had technical difficulties last week, Steven? I'm, I'm helping us, the sound not get murdered. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Steven Ray Morris, who you know and love from the Facebook group, is helping us because tech diffs last week. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get up, we're just trying to be professional. You know how we, you know how we strive and aspire to be better every week. I've never felt worse about, like, been more bummed about not having a belch ready when you said that. <laughs> I'm like, you know me, I'm fucking belch. Get one ready and then drop it in as a surprise at some point during the podcast, and it will. Okay, great. Do you have any uh, housekeeping? Oh, housekeeping. the shirts are so okay. The shirts are done printing. Nice. They're going to the the. Uh, whatever shipper this week nice i don't know the rest i mean i think as as long as people know what the schedule is yeah it'll it'll help so they just don't think that they threw 25 dollars into the wind the shirts are coming i'm so i'm sorry we'll all get them at the same time we'll all have a whole shirt discussion right totally we'll all wear them on the same day yes it's gonna be crazy and also on our patreon i'm posting some of the better uh hometown murders we've been emailed just oh, as, yeah. like blog posts for free because they're so good and whatever. So go to our Patreon. Anyways, our Patreon that we still don't want, haven't set up correctly, right? It's set up. We just haven't put any paid content on it yet. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right. It's like, I don't, we, we'll we, do that. We were, you know, we're, we're going to do that. So rich. Do we need the money? I mean, yeah, seriously. I, I have absolutely no financial worries whatsoever. <laughs> Ditto. My whole face turns red again. <laughs> um, um, do you have any housekeeping? 
I don't think so. Except for I got up this morning. I want to say thank you. And yet at the same time, God damn you, Facebook page, because I got up this morning. <laughs> Every morning I wake up like between 630 and 7. Jesus fucking Christ. And I have to be at work at 1030. And most of the time I walk in like at 1031 or 1029 because I start drinking coffee and reading that Facebook mm. page and I can't stop. And it's impo- it's so crazy. And it's the hugest time suck. Like, I should save it for the evening. But I love getting up and just, I mean, you know, it's I have the just opposite. I can't go to sleep until two in the morning. Because you're on it? I'm just scrolling. It's so good. We're just bookending that thing. Yeah. It's really fun. And, uh, and yeah, so join it if you haven't yet. Oh, I just remembered. So the podcast that I love that I go to sleep to called yeah. Sleep With Me Podcast. Yeah. He gave us a shout out. He gave me a shout out and gave my favorite murder a shout out. Georgia! I was listening to it and I'm so sorry. I was fast forwarding in the beginning because he talks about like who's. Oh, we have the person who. Oh, let's see. Her name. Is it, is it one of those? Is it one of those people? Yes, it is. Cool. But I don't know which one. I just touched the picture. Should something happen? No, we don't know yet. It's that one. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, we're, we just have search. to do a step by step. Thank you. Um, he, I was fast forwarding through the part that I don't care about the beginning. The, See, everybody's a skipper in some way. I skipped the very beginning, but not the like good stuff. So, and I heard Georgia H. And as I'm skipping, and I was like, wait a second. Hey. And I go back, and he was like, he's just like so sweet. He like gives everyone a shout out. So, and he said, my favorite M. Dial M for like he quit on a sleep podcast. He didn't want to say the word murder, which oh, I love. That's sweet. Yeah. If you guys have insomnia, listen to the Sleep with Me podcast. It's uh, it's my new Ambien. That's great. It's so fucking good. That's really oh, that's so exciting. Isn't that nice? Oh, you know what? We got a shout out, and people have talked about it on the dollop. <laughs> right. And I just wanted to give people. We already talked about how he called you Georgina Hubastake. <laughs> I don't know if he he asked me for your email. So he hasn't emailed me. Yet. Okay. I'm sure he's going to email you a long and involved apology. I'm sure it's an apology. But if you like, um, the dollop is Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds and they tell weekly, uh, I think it's actually bi-weekly. Um, they go over crazy historical stories from America, Australia, ed- anywhere. Um, so and cool. they're un- insane. Like there's this one I would start with that's about bathing suits. Like men's bathing suits and the why that's, you know, the boys and men used to be required to swim naked until like the sixties. No, I swear to God. It's the craziest story where you're like, uh, it's like, anyway, they have all these. I love fucking stupid historical. I love stupid historical facts that you just like wouldn't know. That's the dollop a hundred percent. Dave basically reads the story. Gareth's never heard the story before. And he does what I do. No. Yes, exactly. And then just like riffs thing. It's really hilarious. It's one of my favorite podcasts. But anyway, so they gave us a shout out. So all these people were like, oh, that's so weird. I love that podcast. And then so Dave told me, I said, I texted Dave and said, thank you. And then I said, is it okay if I tell them that you were my first comedy boyfriend? <laughs> because Dave Anthony and I dated like in the boyfriend, 90s. boyfriend? Yeah, he was my boyfriend. Holy he was my first real boyfriend when I lived in San Francisco. Oh my God. And so... 
I said, is it okay if I tell them you were my first comedy boyfriend? And then he just texted back in all caps. There were others, which was hilarious. <laughs> so I think people like a little inside, yeah. the inside scoop of fun stuff. Cause people just think that we're all like, it's, I just think it's funny that people are like, that's so weird that my favorite right. podcast, the dollop gave a shout out to my favorite murder. And it's like, yeah, I've known Dave for almost yeah. 30 years. Well, I feel like the comedy, the comedian people, like you've met them all. And I, I actually asked you before, like, hey, can I give this podcast a shout out? Because I don't know if you hate this. <laughs> this <laughs> Always good to check. Like, you might have history with this fucking person. And I'm I like, definitely are will. you going to be pissed that I... Right. So yeah, you know, I mean, you know everyone. Okay. We know who these keychains are made by. They're, they're metal and they're stamped with stay sexy, don't get murdered. They're amazing. With a little heart at the bottom. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's by a uh, Etsy seller, My Heart Has Plans. Do it. My heart has plans. That's so if you just, I, I honestly just Googled stay sexy, don't get murdered Etsy. <laughs> and that was like the first thing. And then the cross stitching one that popped up. Oh, as well yeah. Too. Shit comes up. There's some good stuff Dude, on there. We're Googleable. Um, oh, we, I think, um, Ari, uh, or Alex asked us is it, if it was okay if people posted their Etsy shop links oh, on, yeah. on the page. Please. Right? Please 100%. do. hundred percent. Make that money. Please. If you have, if you, I mean, they do, it does have to be relevant to our podcast though. Right. You can't just have any old no. crazy yarn doll <laughs> that, that you make. Let's not get nuts. Yeah. Although someone did tweet me a picture that they made of a little Richard Ramirez. Oh. Did you see that on the Twitter? No, that's they relevant. may have done it straight oh, to I my. Oh, I think I did. Yeah. Or did were you on there? Does he have fucked up teeth? No, he's. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so amazing if she had pushed in little real baby Aww. teeth. Oh, Richard! Oh my god! You poor little monster! Little shards of teeth. I um, think that's it. <laughs> I think that's our housekeeping. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. No. That's Bye. Just, there's a we whole have to go. Reason to the podcast. <laughs> Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant, like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could, as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant-quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill. If you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom, it's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made in, made in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. 
Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens. And don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out. You never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. My first this week? Yeah, I think I was first last I think week. you're right. With the old sawn beans. Oh, right. So as uh, last week, we talked, we did a 1500s murder, which we were both like, that was a mistake. <laughs> what I liked is when I re-listened to it, we just, it's just so clearly reading. It was like yeah. we were being forced to re- read book reports in front of our class. That's what it sounded like. We tried to have fun with it, but I mean, you know. Okay. So we gave ourselves another, uh, we gave ourselves an I survived theme. And I think from now on, we, Let's do a couple more weeks of no theme. No theme after this. But oh, I do. This, I do like once this again. One. You, did you get painted into a box? No, no, no. I like this one. I think it's cool, and it's something I've never heard of, and it's creepy and fucked up. And oh, it, good. Okay. I like it. It's for sure. But man, I like to go wild. <laughs> you just like to be yourself and decide what you want to do you at the last I mean, second. Like, do I want to do me? You just you're on your journey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm positive that my. Uh, vocal fry has gotten worse since we started this podcast you sound a little like you're getting over a thing uh, you know what's weird i had a little throaty feeling last night were you getting over hanging out with me and taking my and like uh, i'm over it and getting my vocal fry <laughs> it's catching it's you know contagious. who hates vocal fries 52 year old single divorced dads those are the only people who complain about it sounds like you're thinking of someone very specific <sighs> my own no my dad's (laughs) my dad do you see he keeps commenting on our shit yeah he's totally into it isn't he he keeps writing like he always writes like you go girl (laughs) he's seriously like i used to have a blog and i didn't tell them about it and then i started getting posts that were like you go girl i'm like that's my fucking dad i know it (laughs) and then one day it was like so how's your blog his name's martin right marty 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 was like how's your blog i fucking knew you were you go girl (laughs) he loves you he's so proud of you he's so sweet he's so supportive my dad uh, heard from he said hey there's a fireman whose daughter and all her friends listen to your murder podcast I swear to god and I was like uh oh I he texted it to me he goes what's it called and I said my favorite murder and he goes how come you didn't tell me about it and I go because there's a ton of swearing and we talk about murder the whole time and then he was like oh you or something <laughs> I was like I hope to god my father never listens to this I don't care if mine does I bought him I bought him my favorite murder shirt Oh, nice. <laughs> so you see an older man, a distinguished older man walking around New Orleans with a my favorite, with a my favorite murder shirt on. With two cartoony girls on his shirt. <laughs> that might be Marty. 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 He's the best. Um, okay. Sorry. I, we, no, we derailed. We you. could do this all day. <laughs> all right. So my favorite murder, I survived edition. Sweet. So do you know about Alexander Pichonsky? Pichonsky. Pishunshkin. Hold on a second. <laughs> you know when you like write and write and write all day and then you never say it out loud? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Should have practiced that. Yep. Pish-ushkin. Pish-ushkin. 
Listen, he's Russian, okay? And they uh-huh. murdered my people. Pushkin? Pushkin. <laughs> no, I don't Pushushkin. know. Pushushkin. 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 I think I'm going to go with that. Okay. AKA the chessboard killer. No. Yeah. The chessboard killer, he's called that because he was methodically hunting people and sought to kill one person for every space on the chessboard. <gasps> I love this. I've never heard of it. Yeah. I love this already. Russian dude. Russian serial killer. He's also known as the Bitsa Park maniac because the Bitsa Park in Russia is where he did it. It's Moscow, uh, southwest Moscow is where he did a lot of his best work. Wow. Um, Can I do a high school brag and say I've been to Moscow? Have you? I went on a trip, like one of those package tours in high school. It was called Russia, Poland, and the East. Dude, I want to go on that. It was crazy amazing. And it was 1987, so it was before (gasps) the wall came down. That sounds... You think now that I look 16 because I have Botox, they'll let me pretend I'm in high school and go? absolutely. Oh my God. That's honestly... Like, I'm dying to go to like... I want to go to East Berlin, which I know doesn't exist anymore but it was crazy it was crazy and it there was all this stuff because it was still uh was it still the soviet union is that yeah Mm -hmm. technically um so there's all this old these old buildings that were just left over it was almost like how i imagine cuba probably is where it's like the great times just leave it there even though it's this huge empty building that no one's in anymore it was driving old the same old cars no one had and it's like it was amazing and there was they had tables set up I'm just totally have derailed you, but I'm. Oh, I want to talk thing. about this. They had tables set up in the street, and you would go up and you would give them, you know, three rubles or whatever. It was like so cheap, yeah. and then you had you would just pick up a little pre-poured glass of warm Coke and just drink a little, like probably three fingers of Coke, and then give them the glass back, and they would take it and sterilize it, and then pour more <gasps> Coke in the glass, and it was like a little car, like card table that was set up. It's like when you're running a marathon, except. And they hand you Coke Coke and you pay for it. So you just stop and have a couple sips of Coke. That is so weird. And they also had vodka vending machines. Better. I would do that one instead. Yeah. We drank a lot of vodka. We were all allowed to drink. Yeah. Because the drinking age over there was like 16. It was nuts. Anyway. That sounds incredible. I would kill to go on a grocery store. Like, I'm obsessed with... um, Authentic grocery stores. Mm-hmm. I would go to that grocery store so hard. Their grocery stores were very sparsely because it's uh, like stock. this is the toothpaste. There's not a bunch of brands. Yeah, this is toothpaste. Yeah, which I I'm kind of like. Let's do that now. <laughs> we no, wait, no, I'm not a communist or a socialist. No, you're definitely not a socialist, yeah. but you are a Bernie bro. Right. Sometimes and I'm sick I get of it. Overwhelmed. That is not. Tr- I just want everyone to know that's not true. <laughs> I'm actually a Republican. I'm actually a Trumpster. Is that what they call themselves? Yeah, Trumpsters. Trumpsters. <laughs> Sorry, okay, go ahead. No, I don't even... Um, Just I'm, What I'm saying is ask me anything about Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you kill my people? <laughs> uh, so, Pishishkin, he committed his first murder in 1992. He was a student. College or high school? I don't care. Um, so, he was motivated, motivated in part by a macabre competition with... Like the better known Russian serial killer Andre Chikatilo, yes, who's like the creepiest creep, kind of hot creep. No, like, he's scary. not hot. He's like he's like older dude hot. No, he's in no way hot. A little bit older dude hot. Doesn't he have a dent in his head? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'm into that. Oh okay, sorry. Just, like have a thing. Yeah, you're right. That's very judgmental. Dented heads. <laughs> Who am I to say? <laughs> 
Oh, I feel dirty. So wait, sorry, he didn't know him. He was just like he knew what he did and was competing yeah, he was with him like, that way. Uh, yeah, which is like find someone else to compete with. Like yeah, find really. a like Olympic athlete. You Although know? Chikatilo was kind of the Olympic athlete of serial killers. I wonder if this um, Alexander Pishishkin is pissed that he actually didn't beat him. You know he is. Yeah. So, um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Andre was convicted in 92 of killing 53 children and young women over a 12-year period. Ooh. So, this guy was like, I'm going to do 64 for a chess board. Quick question. 64 on a chess board? Correct? Yes. How let's just I go know? with it. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Here's... <laughs> Correct. Moving on. Here's a, uh, a regular fact on my favorite murder. His mom says that the beginning of his downfall and becoming a crazy person was when he was hit, hit on the, the head. head. <laughs> Send him back. Ding dong. Um, yeah, he was hit on the head by a swing at age four. And I'm like, unless the swing was made of cinder blocks. That's but that's what happened to Richard Rod- uh, Richard Ramirez. He got hit in the head with a swing. Like a exactly. Swing? Yes. They're made of like rubber. It's enough. You no, I think like in the 70s, 80s. Do concussions affect children more than they do adults? Probably. I mean, like... You're a doctor, right? Yes. <laughs> Please ask me anything. I love lying. You're a Russian doctor, I right? I think we've established that I love to bullshit. <laughs> so, uh, the answer there is... The no, I, is I mean, if you I act like you're to. right, you're technically right. Yeah, except until I tell on myself the next episode. Right. <laughs> and apologize. <laughs> so, he, so, this push, push, Pishishkin lured his victims. He mostly was into elderly homeless men, mm. not in a sexual way. Mm-hmm. He, he would say to them in this park, hey, do you guys want to get shit-faced on vodka? I'm paraphrasing here. Um, and he would say, like, let's go to the grave of my beloved dog that's, like, deep in the park. Oh. And he was actually not... He was actually really loved animals. He was never... And he got that's hit in the weird. head, but he didn't kill animals. Okay. Um, then they'd go out there and be drinking, and he would attack them with a hammer. Oh, Man, that's oh, just the yeah, that would hurt a lot. Just the like, okay, that became his trademark, and then he would. Oh no, this became his trademark. He would do that, and then he would push a vodka bottle into the gaping wounds of their skulls. Oh no! It's like a, when you make a watermelon vodka thing. What is that? You know what I'm talking about when you like poke a hole in a watermelon and yep. then empty a bottle of vodka in there. And yeah, then it's like he was kind of trying to do one of those Fourth of July. Maybe he was a frat boy. Oh, just but pickling just that brain. Lost it a little bit <laughs> in the park. Russian oh. frat boys are different than they are here. Oh yeah, I'd rather have a frat boy from here than a Russian frat boy. I don't know. I don't want to choose. <laughs> I, I choose neither. neither. Oh, I didn't know that was a choice. Otherwise, I <laughs> still would have chosen Americans. Uh, most of his victims were elderly men, but he did kill three women, women, and one child. The body of one of the women was. I don't. Do you want to know how that there were tiny stakes hammered into her skull and around her eyes or no? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Stakes? Tiny stakes. Like, like not like, like pitching a tent. Yeah. Using, oh, not like, um, yum, yum stakes. Yeah. Um, he said once for me, life without murder is like life without food for you. I felt like the father of all these people since it was me who opened the door for them into another world. Yeah. 
That's not true. They're like, I prefer Marty. I prefer my actual dad, but yeah. thanks. Uh, dads aren't supposed to be like that, <laughs> right? Um, so, okay. So, here, let's get to the survivor. All right? Yes. Fucking badass bitch. Her name was Maria Virachiva. Virachiva. She was 19 and three months pregnant, which already you're like, come on. Like, let me get through this. Yeah. You know? Um, pregnant and her, the, the man she was, her boyfriend was a friend of this killer. Oh. Just like, date someone else, find better friends. She met him, she ran into him at work. She and her boyfriend had just gotten into a huge fight and so she was pissed off, like hanging out near the metro station and he saw her and was like, uh, and he had been hunting for a victim and this is in February of 2002. I should have started with that. Yeah. So, he said that most of his male victims, he, he was able to get them away with alcohol was the thing that, that they, um, that the reason they would go with him. But for women, he said, quote, women always need to have a financial interest. Fuck you. <laughs> you don't know me. Man, I like vodka. I know. I don't need your fucking I like money. dead pets, graves. Yeah. Stupid. I'll cheers over that. <laughs> So he says to her that that he has several boxes of brand new contraband cameras. Oh yeah, no, sorry. Women always love cameras. That's really true. (laughs) If there's some kind of deal going, like a sales deal, where they're like, "Oh, I have this thing, I'm going to cut you in on it," just say no. Even if it's true, you're still probably going to get arrested. There's, you have to pay for things that you want in this life. Right. When you try to sidestep that fact. You're, you're, you mess with the wrong people. You end up in the forest at a dog's grave, mm-hmm. what have you, and then with a vodka bottle in your head. Free money isn't free. Like, just, just go without. Just, just get a job, mm-hmm. buy your own shit, mm-hmm. stay out of the forest. It's never going to be chill. Get a, that's going to be the quote. Get a job. What was it? Get a job. <laughs> Anytime we list anything in threes, <laughs> uh, we want you to put it on a poster. <laughs> there was another one. Shit, Karen is full of quotes tonight. <laughs> I'm full of beans. <laughs> Sonny beans. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Uh, we got to get through this. <laughs> so, all right. So, here's what he does. He's like, here's some cameras in here. Come on in with me. And she's like, okay. Fuck, don't do that. Because she was pissed at her boyfriend, you know. It's a great way to rebel. I've done some stupid shit when I'm, like, pissed at my boyfriend. Yeah. So he takes her over to where he says he left the camera, which is this well, this like brick well into the like forest ground. And he lifts the manhole cover off and he's like, hey, take a look inside. Dude. Um, and she approaches, he grabs her and shoves her into the well. And she's trying to grasp the edges of the, the rim of the well. And he grabs her by the hair and just like starts smacking her head against the cell, the concrete walls, uh. which is so weird that he like didn't even kill her before. It was like almost this fun toying with her thing. But she let herself fall. She said, quote, I realized that he would kill me like this. So I let go. It's like, well, which side is better up or down? Yeah. And he yells to her, take a bath there. Couldn't come up with something better. Yeah. That's not funny. Yeah. Um, she said, my head hurt terribly, but I wanted to live. So after falling about 30 feet, she, uh, Maria lands in a sewage pipe about a foot in diameter with the stream running, running through about three feet high. So it's like the sewage line. Ugh. And I might have gotten some of those numbers wrong because guess what? They were like in meters and shit. And I tried oh, to like oh. change them. And I, yeah, because I was like, how do you land in a, but basically she, 
It's down a well and then a slightly smaller thing. Down a well. It's it, tight. She falls 30 feet about. It's a tight little area. Okay. And she's in like, let's, I don't know. It, it seemed like, it seemed like waist high rushing sewage water. Ugh. Rushing. And it's trying to get her into this like pipe into this other part of the, um, sewage system that she definitely would have drowned in. Luckily, she fucking puts her, her hands to the side and stops herself from going down that pipe. Okay. She removes her jacket and boots real quick. Man, this girl's smart. Um, she was able to plant her feet and hands on the side of the pipe to stop from being swept away by a shit storm. Ugh. So gross. I know, man. Like, what a bad day. Um, so she finds another well, like she, I guess she goes through, but it sounds like she was in there for hours <laughs> and eventually finds an iron ladder running up to the, uh, running up the side. She <laughs> goes up. What? Sorry. Say it. Like someone had shot an iron ladder. <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what? She's a sewage thing and then an iron ladder floats by. Because someone had shot it. (laughs) Don't make me say it twice. It's a terrible joke. I I didn't get it. No, no, like she finds it up the wall. It's like in the wall. She's like, ladder. (laughs) It's not shoots and ladders. We have to edit that part out. It's one of them. It's the worst joke I've ever said and I had to say it too. Steven, don't take that note. This stays in. I've edited out some shit for you before. <laughs> this is not going to be one of them. <laughs> I will just take all the edits I've done for you and put them into one episode and post them. Can you imagine? That's actually That's a genius idea. Because it won't make any sense because con- contextually. Just random, terrible edits of awful things. Of all like the stuff we've said. Me saying someone shat an iron ladder. Okay, please continue. Um, <laughs> so she finds this ladder up the wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not from someone's bowels. I know. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's why you're a comedian. She climbs off it and she's like, well, shit, this is like an 80 something pound um, manhole cover. She can't get it open. She's so close. And then she opens it a tiny bit and sees a woman running from it, <gasps> like leaving. And she's like, well, that was my last chance. She's exhausted from crawling for hours through, a, through all the gross fucking sewage. She's like, this is it. I'm dead. But it turns out the woman had heard her screams and heard the manhole cover lift a little or saw the manhole cover lift a little bit and like fucking ran for, you know, help to lift this manhole cover. So um, she was taken to the hospital. She and her kids survived. Man, I bet like, what is that kid's life like today? Well, they could maybe they may have been somehow inoculated by being in all that shit. So they're like superhuman, never get sick. Yeah, they're like. Marvel's like, how do we tell this this like story of a superhero? <laughs> well, well, let's see, let's see. Um, so she survives. She, okay, here's the worst part. Not some. Well, here's another bad part. She's reporting the incident to the police, and somehow I've heard I read a couple different reasons. The police were like, nope, and like ended up making her sign something saying that she herself had accidentally fall, fell into the well. And that he had nothing to do with it. What? Yeah. Either because she didn't have the correct papers, like uh, citizen papers, or the cop was bored. It's like, for some reason, they were like, no, we're not going to pursue this. Wow. Yeah. So, he went on to claim dozens of lives after that. Oh, no. Yeah. So, right now, there's a criminal investigation going into the, the cop who, you know, okayed that. I'm sure nothing will happen. 
Um, he has two other survivors. One was a 14 year old homeless boy who also got thrown down a well in March 2002. He again said he tried to tell the police, but they wouldn't listen to a homeless boy. <gasps> How are you 14 and homeless, Russia? Oh, because that place is a it's terrible. It's all like it's the, either the super rich or the insanely poor. Yeah. Um, but I, but that also happened in Chicatillo when I saw that there was like a made for TV movie where Stephen Ray played the cop that was investigating him. Mm-hmm. And when they got to the, when they realized he had been murdering all these people, they were like, you won't, you won't arrest him. Like it was as if like the Russian authorities were like, we're not admitting that we have this problem. Yeah. And I think that is a way that they dictate the cops have to do stuff. Sure. If like some woman had been, especially because she knew him too, because she could be like, it was this dude. Yeah. It's like, they're saying like, we're not, that's not going to be a problem that we're having. And from a couple of the accounts I read, he like came over to hang out with her boyfriend after that. Like she had to see him. No. What? He said something like, uh, Hey, you want to go for another walk? Like he fucking taunted her. That's crazy. I know, but it's also weird to have a habit of pushing people down wells. Totally. That's really weird. It is weird. It's usually it's like, you know, they're into the murder part. Well, it's weird that he went from hitting someone on the head with a hammer. And in addition to that, he liked pushing people down a well. Yeah. It doesn't really make like you should do one that you should do one and then the other. Yeah. Pick an MO. Get your style going. Yeah. And then like with the checker or checkers with the chess. Like, come on, man. Pick one. Yeah. Um. So. The murder of Marina uh, Moskalova, Marina Moskalova in 36 who was 36 in the spring of 2006 was his last murder. They actually um, found her body with a Metro ticket in it with his trademark uh, injuries. And they found a video of him and her from the, the Metro station walking together. Oh yeah. So they caught him. He was arrested June, 2006 convicted and uh, 49 murders and three attempted murders. And it seems like he was, ho- he asked to be convicted for 60 murders. Wow. Which is like, fuck off. <laughs> um, because he, he wanted credit for all yeah, the murders he had done. Yeah. He got life in prison with the first 15 years to be spent in solitary confinement. So I'm sure. Jesus Christ. He's going to be. 15 years? You can't do that. Yeah. Where are we? Russia, <laughs> you nutty place. 15 years in solitary confinement. Like, is there even a reason for that? Or it's just pun? It's like, we can't give you the death penalty. So we're just going to do this. instead. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, yeah. Why not kill him? 15 years. That's awful. Did you hear recently in California, they passed a law that juveniles can't get more than like two hours of solitary confinement, which I think is, I almost cried when I heard that because it's yeah. such an obvious, it's so, it's such an obvious smart thing to do yeah it makes you think what's happened that made them pass that law horrifying yeah fuck okay so and he and Pashushkin has said that he would have continued killing indefinitely if he hadn't been stopped I believe it yeah he's a fucking weirdo yeah I just want to give fucking a shout out to Maria for being such an incredible badass you know what here's the smartest thing she did yeah if you're ever in water Take off anything heavy that you're wearing, jacket, boots, clothes like that. Interesting. That's what drags you down. Really? It makes you tired when you have to tread water. Huh. It makes you super tired. To, like anything like that, boots or anything, pants, take it off. Very interesting. I've never thought about that. Mm-hmm. 
That's very smart of her. Very, yeah. Especially when you're in shit water. She's just like, how can you concentrate on that? Maria Vera Chavia. Which, like, you don't find a lot of stuff when you Google her at all. Right. Him, it's like the same shit over and over again. He's gross. There's photos of him. He's a creep. He's not hot like Chikatilo. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I like him. I like him dented. (laughs) Physically and emotionally dented. Inside now. There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder and here's the important note that promo code is all lowercase so go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level that's shopify.com slash murder again don't forget the code is all lowercase goodbye well mine this week is once again me retelling you an episode, <laughs> my favorite episode of I Survived. I'm so excited. My favorite crime show. If you're new to this podcast, hi, welcome. Hey, uh, my favorite crime should show. Should I rate them again? Pro- you can. Yeah. <laughs> of all, I would say is I Survived because it's a beautifully produced, it's, it's television well made. It's uh, one-on-one interviews where people speak slightly off camera, purely telling their story of survival with no reenactment, no no cheesy actors, no no shots of anything, just the story, which is 1,000 times scarier and more yes. upsetting than if you were cutting away to some dumb... Like, it, that show made me realize those cutaways in, in other, like, firsthand Ugh. story shows just deaden the effect yeah when a person is sitting there telling you what happened to them face to face to camera there's no scarier no realer i mean that's it honestly i i don't there's a helicopter it's just a light invasion listen we're in hollywood <laughs> murder so it is murder cap uh i don't i hate reenactments they just take you out of it they're corny yeah they're not you can now, you can't reenact the actual violence of what took place. And I mean, there's just, I don't like it. And sometimes on some shows, they're so gratuitous. There's like an extra sound effect and yeah. the, the girl's always in a bra. We were like, right. really? So can we say the exception is a crime to remember? We love a crime to remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, those reenactments are perfectly Dude, done. They're, they're gorgeous. Yeah. They're gorgeous. So, and I survived back to my favorite show. Well, I should say one of my favorite shows, but. Mm-hmm. It's all these stories I remember because they're so perfectly told. So this one I loved because I love the girl that tells the story. It happened to her. And her name is Sarah Brady. And this happened when she was 26 years old and nine months pregnant. (gasps) 
We both she have was, pregnant women. She was, yeah, that's right. Oh my god, weird. Um, and my Sarah was apparently overdue, so she was like waiting to have this baby any moment. Fuck. Can you imagine? Like her, everything is swollen. Everything's hard. You're Ugh. doing everything for two. Um. So here's what happens. She's registered at Babies R Us, and she gets a call one day from a woman who says her name is Sarah Brody. What year is this? This is 2004. Okay. Uh, so she gets a call. A woman says, uh, my name's Sarah Brody, and I got one of your... Uh, we're both registered, I guess, at Babies R Us because I got one of your packages. So Similar she's, names. Yes. Shit, man. And so she's like, oh, okay, crazy. I'll come and get it. Yeah. You, you live on my way to work, whatever. So they make this plan. She goes and she picks up the package. She goes into the woman's apartment. This woman lives in a basement apartment. Um, she said it was a completely fine exchange. They talked a little bit about how they were both nervous to be mothers. Um, they just talked about, you know, whatever. And, uh, uh, we'll call her our Sarah, the good Sarah, mm-hmm. says that she just got the impression this girl was very young and she seemed kind of alone. So she had a kind of a warmth yeah. toward her because she was like, oh, you know, yeah. and we have kind of the same name and they're basically seemed like they were going to have babies right at the same time. Uh, yeah. So uh thanks. See you later. Great. Takes the package, goes home. So a couple days later, uh there's another phone call. And it's her again going, I got another package for you. <gasps> and so when she gets off the phone, she is, uh, I think she's having the baby with her boyfriend. They're engaged to be married. So her, her fiance or boyfriend's brother is there at their house. And she goes, that girl got another package for me. I have to go get it. And the brother goes, that's weird. I don't, I have a bad feeling about this. Don't go. Holy over shit. Really? Yeah. And she goes, no, no, no. You don't understand. I already met her, saw her face to face. She's totally normal and fine. Do you don't. think he is a murderino? Ooh, he could be. I don't think a normal person, like he, every situation I'm in, I'm like, is that going to be a murdery situation? Right. He had his vibe out kind of. Yeah. Cause he was like, I don't like the sound of this basically said yeah. to her. And she was like, don't be crazy. A murderino, by the way, is just basically someone like us. That we call, that someone on Facebook coined is obsessed with murder. Yeah. Okay. Is that, was that for the first time person that you attacked earlier? I'm just trying to be nice to them at this point because they're like, I know they don't like me. They're like not on my side. They're not voting for my murder. We vote on this podcast, by the way. We vote at the end, right? To see who won. Yeah. Oh God, I hope not. Um, so anyway, she's like, don't be crazy. So the next day she goes back over there. Well, this time she says it's a little, the feeling is a little bit different. Just a little, there's a little tension in there. So she's like, great, you know, here's the package. And she's like, I want you to come back here and come and look at this thing. And she's like, I really have to go. I have to, I have to pick up my son from school. I have things I have to do. And, uh, and she, it was like, she basically kept trying to continue the conversation a little longer than Sarah felt comfortable. You know, it was all that, that kind of vibe. And she said, but she just was trying to be polite. So she wanted to leave. You guys never be nice. Yeah. She wanted to leave, but she's was kept erring on the side of politeness. So at one point she was like, she wanted to show her the nursery. She wanted to da da da. And then, she, but finally Sarah was like, look, I have to pick up my son from school. I have to go. And then she went into labor pains. Like she said she was having labor pains. Good Sarah, bad Sarah. Bad Sarah says she's having labor pains. Fuck. So she starts screaming like a lunatic and goods. And she pulls good Sarah into the bathroom 
and that is that is when Sarah said she looked at her face and her face was the face of a completely different person like it was crazy wild eyes super scary and then all of a sudden like a light switch she stopped screaming and said oh I guess that's over and so our Sarah is super weirded out and is like all right I I, if you're okay, I have to go. And she's like, yeah, yeah, just hold on one second. I just need to go get this thing. So she goes back into the back of the apartment. Bad Sarah does. Good Sarah's coming out. She looks, she kind of like looks into a room and she said there was a People magazine cover that was framed and whoever the celebrity was in the picture, she had scratched their face out. (gasps) And so she was like, all of a sudden, I was like, this is Psychopath. wrong. This is bad news. She had framed a photo of a celebrity that she had scratched their face out. Yes. I can't remember. Here, Just quick side note. You can't watch I Survived unless you sign up through your cable uh, cable subscription, like to watch it on Lifetime, because mm-hmm. they're on Lifetime now. And I tried to do it like 20 times, so I could just <laughs> get the word for word of this middle part of the story. I like it I've better s- when you tell it. Okay, good. But, well, but I just wanted to get this detail of like, because I think she said it was either Sarah Jessica Parker or like she it's says... It's gotta be Brangelina. Let's say Brangelina <laughs> and the Angelina part of it is fucking scratched. You can get the details if you watch. It's season two, episode 10. I just couldn't access it through my laptop. Anyhow. Yeah. She's got the bad chills. She's freaking out. So she's like, I got to get out of here. Um, She also then sees some paperwork with the name, like a a bill or something with the name Katie Smith on it. So she's like, this isn't good. Oh, no. So she goes and she's like, I really have to leave. And don't say that. Just fucking go. Sarah says, okay, but can, can I take, can I get a hug? (gasps) <gasps> and of course she wants to say no but she feels like she has to say yes don't let people for some touch strange you. reason don't let people touch you if you're not comfortable with it they go she goes in for the hug and when they come out of the hug bad sarah raises up a huge kitchen knife <gasps> and tries to stab her our sarah puts her hand up blocks blocks it and grabs the knife oh, god, god, god. no this is not, no i just scared the <laughs> shit out of me my god uh, Oh no. Uh-huh. Has to grab the knife. No. F- knocks it away. The knife goes on the ground. Our Sarah grabs the door, runs out, runs up the stairs, is screaming and running in this apartment building. Gets to the front door of the apartment building. No. Grabs it, tries to unlock it. Bad Sarah is right behind her, grabs her by the hair, drags her screaming, kicking and screaming back downstairs, back down to the basement apartment. Oh, my God. No one in the apartment building hears or comes out or does anything. Oh, my God. She gets dragged back into the apartment. I don't think I can deal with this one. You got to hang in here with me. Okay. Because remember the name of the show? I know. I survived. Okay. Sarah's the one telling us this story. She gets pulled back into the apartment. Oh, also the first, this reminds me, the first time she went there, when she walked in the fr- the door the first time, when she was like, it was fine, no big deal. She did remember, oh yeah, she did lock the door after me when I walked in. I do that though. You do? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe we won't hold that one against her. Still, I so, get why that would be creepy. I, you know, I, it's just I do weird. that to fr- for friends, not for people I don't know. And also they live in uh, Fort... Mitchell, Kentucky, a tiny town, apparently, okay, okay. according to what I read. Yeah. So it's not, it's, you know, it's, it's not. not and then I gave up my address. But, <laughs> but so 
so she pulls her back in and now they're now she knows she's in a fight for her life so she's like i gotta protect my baby and i gotta stay alive so they start wrestling and they go over the couch they hit the coffee table they're wrestling wrestling hitting each other the whole thing and finally good sarah grabs the knife stabs her three times holy shit yeah because this girl's so, trying to stab her to death i thought this was gonna be a takes the baby case well <laughs> so oh, sarah no. staggers upstairs covered good, in blood with her own good sarah with her own her hands are completely slashed oh god oh god, oh god. she gets outside and like gets across the street and is like laying on the sidewalk or the you know the ditch or whatever she got as far away as she could and then she basically was out the cops show up and find her there then they go down to the basement apartment and find this girl whose real name is katie smith dead so they're holding yeah sarah brady sure our Sarah. Yeah. Holding her, you just murdered this girl, this friend of yours, yeah. they were saying. And she's like, no, 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 no. So, and they're like, you just murdered a pregnant woman. So, well, they go in and they search her apartment. She is not really pregnant. No. It was a false belly. Of course. She's never been pregnant. She's 22 years old. <sighs> she's got the full nursery set up. She's got all the stuff. But then in another room, she's got all kinds of um, OBGYN equipment. Oh, my God. Um, uh, including, uh, sorry, including. <laughs> oh, and a, they uncovered an obstetrics kit, obstetrics kit, equipped with gloves and surgical scissors in Smith's apartment. Holy shit. And they finally put it together. That Katie Smith was planning on stabbing Sarah Brady and cutting her fetus out of her body. I'm so, this is how I thought it was going to end and yeah. I wanted to cry. That's what she was intending to do. She had, this girl Katie Smith had told everyone in her family <gasps> and all her neighbors that she was pregnant with twins. She was showing people a sonogram of twins. She had everybody convinced and now she, the, like, now she was at the quote unquote nine month period Shit. and she had to get a baby and apparently this girl this the bad katie was obsessed with pregnancy from her teenage years yeah. so it so this had been she had been a little off or whatever and always had a thing about wanting babies and having babies and this whole thing so sarah brady the cops bring her in and once they discover all this other stuff they're like oh she was trying to kill you and she's like yeah that's what i was telling you like we're not friends i don't know that girl yeah this wasn't something of two pregnant women who were pissed at each other this woman tried to kill me and and so even though she got brought in and questioned she was cleared of all she was never charged with anything she was cleared of all suspicion yeah um nine months pregnant and she fucking beat the shit and she fucking survived and then they show this is why i love her is because first of all when you watch this episode of i survived she's like every girl you went to high school with really she's she's like exactly how you picture her she's just cute and young and she tells a story like then she tried to stab me like you she's like a normal human being she's the she's it's just like you know her i totally feel like i've met her before yeah and then they show a picture of her with her little daughter the baby that she has who's completely happy and healthy and her whole thing is like this had to happen 
I I now know what I'm made of. I'm like, yeah. this is what motherhood does. This is the power of women. Oh. Like, there was no way I was going to let her hurt my child. Oh. And it is the most, you just adore her at the end of this episode. Just- and she And she says like, I wish that that girl wasn't so sick, but I did what I had to do. And I, you know, got therapy or whatever, but I, this is what I had to do. I wouldn't have done it if she, you know, hadn't attacked me. I just got butterflies in my womb for like the first time in like years. <laughs> yeah. That's the power of motherhood. That's the power of my storytelling on your it, motherhood. That w- Karen, can I say that was a fucking great storytelling. Did you like that one? Like you... You put that was a good one. That was one of the best storytellings that we've had. Of my life? No. <laughs> no, you've done better than that. <laughs> I, I can't recommend I Survived Enough because their stories become your story. Yeah, no, 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 I'm watching it now. I've uh, told that one a bunch of times. That is crazy. It's my favorite. It's my favorite. She was also on Oprah, this girl. No. Yeah. Good for her. What can, oh my God, tell me about, is it the brother in law? Uh huh. I want to know. He just got to the cop station. I was like, told you so. I t- fucking told you, Sarah. What did I he say? Was just screaming that into her face. <laughs> you fucking idiot. She's crying with her hands all bandaged. What? How bad would he have felt if she had actually gotten killed or whatever? And he oh, was my like, God. I told her so. But also, like, that's the thing is he said, I have a bad feeling. Just let us go over there with you. And she was like, no, no, no. That's another thing is like, if somebody else just says, well, I'll just go with you. Yeah. What's the harm? What's the big deal? Let them go with you. Let's not. Let's all make a pact. Everyone listening to not go in anyone's house that we don't know ever, even if it seems innocent. <laughs> really like a party or something <laughs> well no. you're, you're what you're saying is always take a buddy always take a buddy like always don't take a be buddy. like oh come over and like come in i have a you know let me grab the letter that i was gonna right no no one has a letter for you no that's a lie say you have allergies just say oh i'm sorry i i i'm really sick mm-hmm. you can throw out any kind of period reference people will let you get out of anything mm-hmm. like the the 1700s the 18 any period at all <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so Plasticine sorry. Plasticine era. No, I, I love a good pun. Um, uh, my mom used to do a thing where she's like, you can blame it on me if you don't want to do like this thing. Just say your mom won't let you. Yeah. You're, Karen and Georgia right now are telling you you can blame it on mom or your mom. Blame or, it on us. Yeah. Say my friend Karen will get really mad. Yeah. And it's probably true because yeah. I have a serious temper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry if I come to that thing with you, my friend Karen, and just point over your over your shoulder with your thumb like I'm nearby. Like a vague point. Yeah. Like yeah. A vague reference. Oh, to you. Sorry, my friend Karen won't let me. Yeah. Karen's in the car. Yeah. But she, you could just be listening to the podcast. Karen's in the car. <laughs> That's right. We're always with you. And we're always mad about something. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Tell me her name again. Sarah Brady. Sarah Brady. From Fort Williams, Kentucky. Don't fuck with Sarah Brady. Don't fuck with any any of her type. No. Yeah. No. It's good stuff. <laughs> so I mean, good. you got to watch that episode because the way she tells the story of fighting this girl off uh, is nuts. She looks like she looks like the girl that would sit next to you in homeroom telling a story about fighting off a knife attack. Jesus. And it's always like you think of yourself as like I I have black hair and I would kick this person's ass and then it's like nope, it's the little fucking tiny cute one. <laughs> It's always a little tiny cute one. It's those, it's the ones you don't expect. Yeah. Well, also, a, imagine like a huge kitchen knife, somebody even jokingly raising it up above no. your head. You'd just be like, what is happening? Yeah. I certainly wouldn't catch it with my hands. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Really, I have a harder time with that than 
It's so awful. That There's is, lots of those stories. Oh my god, I really have an issue. Yeah. I, I really can't. It's gross. Even defensive wounds, man. Horrible. Um, that was, do you want to hear a, um, a hometowner? A hometowner? Yes. I got one cute. All right. You know, so some, I'm not going to say this because some people are going to send it to me. There's a different email address. Some people send it to me and then I know you haven't read it. So sometimes I'll read it, but I don't want people sending them to my email address because, because it's a lot. Yeah. Because I have anxiety mm-hmm. and stress. Okay. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of us, like at myfavoritemurder at gmail.com. Oh, yeah, we should say that. My favorite murder at gmail. Yeah, send your hometown murders send there. Your, totally. So many good ones. All right. So this is from Paula. I was 10 years old and it was 1990. Hey, we're the same age. Hey, hi. My brother was graduating from Hickman County High School that year. Hickman County is a rural Tennessee town where maybe someone shoots up the trailer park because someone cheats. (laughs) And then it says in parentheses, maybe it was my cousin's husband. (laughs) (laughs) What's her name again? Uh, Paula. Paula. But in the spring of 1990, the high school was still conducting a type of pre-graduation religious ceremony called uh, baccalaureate. Baccalaureate. Do you know what that is? We had that too, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I barely graduated high school. (laughs) No, that's a Catholic thing. Okay. Um, It was supposed to be held on Sunday afternoon after church with the graduates, usually around 150 kids and their immediate families in attendance. Well, all of us were at church that morning. Um, The school science teacher was turning the school into one giant bomb that would have went off during the ceremony. (gasps) The school assistant principal, Mr. Ron motherfucking Wallace, that's the motherfucking (laughs) is for me, because Mr. Ron Wallace had a daughter that was graduating, so he came in early to make sure everything would run smoothly. He apparently startled the science teacher, Donald Givens, was his name. Donald shot and killed him, and (gasps) since everything wasn't ready yet, uh, parentheses. He had slowly, he had it set to slowly leak gas so that it would be an explosive, be on an explosive level during the ceremony. Oh. Holy shit, that's some fucking Walter White shit. Yeah. He panicked and just set things on fire. So Mr. Wallace being murdered saved hundreds of lives. Oh. The FBI did say that everything was act, was actually set up correctly and it would have blown if his plan had been carried out. Myself and the and my entire family would have been casualties. It's such a weird event for me to reflect almost 30 years later. Oh, God, is it 35? When wow. I think of everything in my life since then, it was a national headline at the time, though being, although being when it was, it's hard now to find good info on what, why exactly he did it. Mostly just town gossipy reasons at this point. I'm, I bet he hated those kids. Oh, my God. Yeah. So much. He was, what is he, the science teacher? Yeah. Is that what we said? Man, those little shits. That's insane. How crazy is that? I feel like I've never heard a story of a teacher that tried to kill everybody at once. No, he was pissed. That's amazing. And that's actually 150 kids. That's a lot of kids. It's not a small school. It's not like 50 kids or whatever. Yeah. Fuck Paula. Paula, that was good. Paula, that was incredible. That was a near miss. And guess what? It's another survivor story. Oh my God. Kind of accidentally, but I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> Look at us. Look at us. 
we're gonna start podcasting <laughs> and also look who came in the room he's ready for his close up elvis knows when we're wrapping up yeah. and walks in and sits on the couch waiting for his part he starts salivating when he hears us get sad and be like how do we wrap this up <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh this is it's time for every my- time he hears the tone go down he's like ah yes oh yeah you know what that means every time i stop going oh my god at your yes. stories can i say you want to say it this year this year where are we <laughs> all year long okay but first we have to well, first um, oh oh yeah wait oh thanks for listening my fave murder on twitter uh you know do i uh, do things do rate review subscribe itunes fuck yeah the usual stuff here we go i think we're number seven on the comedy list again we're which back is crazy the number that's really nice oh cool thanks everybody Thank we you guys love you tell a friend about it and or also, your uber driver stay sexy and don't get murdered elvis do you want a cookie you gotta say cookie? Cookie? Cook- oh, he's confused. Elvis, what if I give you a cookie? Elvis, don't make this part of the, el- the edited version of our podcast. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> make eye contact. Because he's cross eyed and he can't. <laughs> Elvis, do you want a cookie? Oh my God. You want a cookie? Good boy. <laughs> Don't get murdered, you guys. Bye. Bye.